This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh-oh. Hey. Hey. Hey, 90 Day Family. I am Ashley Dowden, and you are tuned in to our 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Episode 5 Recap. Thank you all for joining us. Um, I am joined with my two lovely hosts, Linda and Twee. With Hi, all the tea. Yes. The tea. <laughs> She's... Yes, speaking of the tea, she is going to be um, spilling some tea a little bit later in the episode uh, with our 90-day news. And we have Ms. Sanaa Moore, who is manning down the live chat right now. And she'll be um, giving us some trivia questions later, right, Sanaa? Yes, so stay tuned (laughs) and stay active in those comments. Yes. (laughs) So, ladies, we met a new cast member this episode well two cast members this episode that we hadn't met yet Binyam and we met Tim uh but what were your overall thoughts about this episode is it is it is the drama picked up for you guys at this point I'm gonna say no I felt like this was laying the foundation like I was like is it over already like what actually even happened like, give me more drama. Besides, like, meeting Tim, I was like, mm, I, they could have fast-forwarded a lot of this episode for me personally. Okay. So now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was mild. It was a little bit mild. But, um, and they definitely geeked up the whole situation when it came to, like, Eliza and what she was doing and what he's done to her to betray her trust. I mean, cheating is a big thing, but I thought he was on some different things. Like, I thought he got accused of fraud or something. I thought he did some like crazy stuff. I thought he did something like that, but it turns out he just cheated on her, which don't get me wrong. is very bad, but I thought it was going to be like even big. Okay. He thought it was going to be something just sinister. Like what? Yeah. Yes! I, feel, I feel you. I feel you on that. Well, let's not delay any further. Let's just jump into our first couple. We have Brittany and Yazan. Speaking of drama, so Brittany and Yazan leave the airport. The energy is definitely heavy between the two of these after Yazan's freak out. Um, Yazan does explain himself, though. He says that Brittany's behavior basically showed him that she doesn't care about his values or the customs in his country. We see them continue to argue in the car. Um, Yazan doesn't want Brittany to talk. He actually puts his hand in her face, like, hush it up. He's saying, enough, enough. And um, Brittany actually, at at one point, got tired of the back and forth and got quiet. And she started to cry. Yazan tried to console her, but she was over it at that point. Then he dropped her off at the airport. Excuse me, he dropped her off at the hotel room. But he refuses to bring her bags in because she won't help him bring in the bags. So it was a lot of 
emotional up and downs between this couple, this episode. Let me ask you ladies to be the moral police for a second. Who was wrong, Yuzan or Brittany? And even though Brittany is moving to Jordan, should Yuzan bend a little bit to accept Brittany's American culture as well? Linda, I'll start with you. <laughs> okay, are you sure you want to start with me? Yeah. Okay, all right. Who was wrong? Uh, Brittany was wrong 100%. Uh, I think okay. that she came in entitled. She knew exactly where uh, she was moving to. It's not like you're moving um, from Miami to New York where you're going to have the exact same kind of lifestyle where you can, you know, have your rap career and dress the way you want to dress and do what you want to do. You're moving to a, predom a predominantly Muslim country with specific rules and regulations and a strong Muslim faith. So for her to be like, you're not respecting my American culture. Like, where, where do you think you, you're living? You're not living down the street. You didn't move two houses down. You moved to a predominantly Muslim country, okay? So there's that. Then you're asking the Canadian if Yazan is respecting her American culture. And I, I don't know because... I, I mean, what is what is an American? What is the American culture? And maybe you guys can answer that for me because I think what she's saying is that he's not res uh, respecting the fact that she wants to do what she wants when she wants and how she wants to do it. And I don't necessarily think that that means that that equates to American culture. Well, I think it's the drinking. Like we don't have a problem with drinking, so she's just like I. We heard her say in the episode. I, it's not like I had to drink out and was drinking it in public. I wanted to bring the drink back to my hotel room and enjoy it in my privacy. So that being said, should Yazan at least respect a her, that, that part of her American culture, which she's claiming to be her American culture and or her individuality, or is she just bending a little bit too much? Is she expecting a little bit too much? Being Jordan. See, it just gets a little bit iffy because okay. I understand, yes, he was wrong. He, she was wrong for bringing the alcohol and hugging. Um, but if she didn't know about the hugging, like if that's something she didn't know, like she just didn't know. But the alcohol part, she probably did know. And that part, okay, she was wrong on. But he was wrong for putting his hands in her face because let me tell you, putting hands in people's face, especially women in general, you do not do that, okay? Because you might meet your match. And I just felt bad for her because like she said, she has no one. And I think she's starting to realize like this is not a play thing. Like you're now living here. And when you live in their culture, you have to adapt. Like you just... That's just the rules of the game. I mean, that's how we play in America. When you, I mean, you know, in America, that's how we play for the most part. You come here, you have to kind of like, you know, the the land is different. Women have different rights. You know, our food, our culture is different. We do, you know, a lot of stuff is just different here in America than other countries. So, yes. But then at the same time, see, this is why I 
ladies, this is why I said in the beginning, you have to learn each other's culture before you start to want to date, talk, even kiss, hug, talk on FaceTime all night. You have to know each other's culture. So I think it's both people are wrong in like their own way, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. I can respect that. No, I think that I agree with you as far as um, Yazan should not have put his hands in her face. That was very disrespectful and dismissive. And it was just funny to me how he did all that and then was shocked when she started to cry. He's like, why are you crying? What What do you mean, crazy person? You just went off on her. And what did you expect her to do? Like, it just... And as far as the hugging, let me say this. I don't think she necessarily did it on purpose. Right. Or I think it was just a natural reaction. Like, we hug. Like, we're huggers. Like, we see someone we haven't seen in a while. We're going to hug them. So I think it was just, like, a natural reaction for her. I don't think it was... I don't think she was blatantly trying to be disrespectful or disregard uh, the rules and the laws of the land. So... in, in the chat, they're going crazy. I just yeah. What to, are they saying? Well, Danielle Burnett says she should have hit the liquor better. <laughs> she should have hit it better. Um, also, um, Jean Wilson says, hasn't Brittany visited him before? She knows and doesn't want to abide by his culture. So it's kind of mixed. Um, in the chat, some are saying that you know, as in, I mean. Whew, Yazan is a little bit out of control because he's seeming more controlling than he should be. And the other half of the chat is like, Brittany girl, you knew what you were doing when you got there. So it's pretty half and half. It's half and half. Okay. So uh, Gabrielle from Houston, Texas messaged me on Instagram and she said, can you tell who, can you tell your 90 day co-host that you can drink in, in Jordan? I mean, she literally got the alcohol from duty-free. You cannot have liquids over three ounces. So she's saying that she had to have gotten that Patron bottle from duty-free because it's not like she brought it from home. So it was allowed, it was being sold in the airport is what she's saying. She said, yeah. So she said she could not bring it in if it was not legal. So she said, I just wanted to clear up the, you can't drink in Jordan inaccuracy. I'm not sure what the law is or what the rules are. Maybe somebody in the live chat can look it up for us and let us know. But that's what Gabrielle uh, from Houston, Texas, Texas, who's a a flight attendant, said. If that's the case, shoot, pass the patrol, Brittany. Because (laughs) maybe you're not that wrong. (laughs) I just want to throw out there that it's a Muslim country, and if you look up the Muslim religion and what it has to say about drinking. It's not about being illegal. It's just not something that is acceptable, which I think may be confusing. Right. Yeah. That's, that's something to consider as well. Um, if it's not acceptable, then, and, and his parents already feel a way about Brittany. Like she's not going to adhere to our culture. Like you're not picking the right woman because she's not going to be able to do that. So I see both sides. I still think he overreacted. But anywho, let's move on to Devin and Jihoon. So we see Jihoon preparing for their arrival. He's packing up, trying to move into the apartment. Um, Jihoon's mom, no surprise, no shocker here, doesn't think that Devin gives enough effort to impress her. 
Um, Jihoon thinks that Devin's mom has an anger problem. So there's obviously some in-law drama there. Um, so Jihoon and his parents end up picking Devin and her mom and the kids up from the airport. And Devin is not happy about this. They have to rent a taxi to accommodate everyone. Um, Alicia, who's uh, Devin's mom, is nervous about the driving standard or the safety while she's in the car with Jihoon's uh, mother while she's driving. And they arrive at this new apartment and it's in a dilapidated looking building. It doesn't look like the safest neighborhood. Did, let me first ask this ladies, did Devin and her mom overreact at the airport when they arrived? Cause we saw that they were irritated. There was some tension between both parties and um, should Devin be upset with Jihoon for the condition of the apartment? And is Alicia wrong for not wanting to stay there? Jam-packed questions there. Uh, so now I'll start with you. No, no, and yes. So okay, I, I think I said that in the right order. But just starting off with the airport, you know, they're tired. They've already have been going at this plane ride for a long time. And when they do pull up, it just seems, you know, when they pull up and they see, you know, the family and everything, I think um, cultural differences came about, too, with, like, hugging first versus bowing. So that whole thing was a, diff- a cultural difference. But Devin and her mom did not overreact in my eyes when it came to the apartment. The GPS didn't even know what the apartment was. <laughs> the GPS didn't even know. And on top of that, didn't Devin say that she bought the apartment, though? I think she said that she's the one who looked it up and she, she purchased it, right? Devin, Devin paid for the first month. She found it online, yes. Okay, so she found okay. it. So I, I do have a little problem with that because she only knows so much. So to me, as a man... And you're going to have your your woman and your child stay here. Why didn't you pull up? Why didn't you try to walk or get a taxi or a cat, however, or do, on your delivery run that you supposedly do and make $7,000 on? Why didn't you try to pull up to make sure she's going to be good? I am totally on Devin's side on all this and her mom. I actually wish her mom would have teed up a little bit more on him because so he could start taking this serious i feel like he just is not taking this serious and it's blowing my mind yeah. i know linda you ready you ready to go in <laughs> i mean first and foremost i have to say that alicia was off the chain like i find her wild i find her wild to be someone's mama like she's every other word is a cuss word she's acting like she's about to die in the car she's like I, I don't know. I just found, I, first of all, I just found her a character. And again, I was surprised that she's someone's mama. Um, mm. I don't think that uh, she overreacted at the airport per se, because traveling long distance like that, when you're flying overnight, 20, 20 plus hours, it's exhausting. And you just literally want to get to where you're getting to get clean and rest and try to shake off some of that jet lag. So I didn't think that that was a problem. As far as Alicia uh, hugging versus bowing, I mean, she's never left the country. She's she's someone's mom, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. never traveled. So she, I, given that, I know that that she definitely didn't look up Korea. Then she was definitely not going to see what the customs and traditions are are in Korea. So there was that. 
Um, I think that Jihoon was, okay, so I love Jihoon's little character, but I think he's uh, immature. Uh, I think he's lazy. I think he's last minute. I think that he is a non-planner. Um, how are you going to have the woman that's living in the States find the place and ask her to move back with the family and you not even go and check out where the location is and get the keys ahead of time and maybe like move some stuff in, put some groceries in, you know what I mean? Like you're packing your stuff in garbage bags and throwing it in last minute, the same day that you know your family is arri arriving, you're a mess. And I think that I have to also throw um, uh, Jung and Hong Juin, his parents, because they knew that Devin and the kids were coming and they did nothing to like push him along. Like, Hey, you need to get your together because your family's coming. Yes. You're celebrating. Hey, you're moving out. But like, what's the game plan, June? You don't got a job. You ain't got a place to live and your family is coming and your uh, mother-in-law, like you want to set a good example and clearly you don't because you don't care. So that's, that's my take on it. It's just horrible. It's just, it's just all, it's just so ridiculous. I don't know how Devin is keeping it all together because I would have spazzed. And it makes it even worse because they have a baby. Can I just tell uh, you something? you are cracking up. The live chat, I always know I'm not supposed to look at the live chat, but Chuck Williams. He's hilarious. Uh, Chuck Williams. He said, basically, I can't find it, but. Devin is basically the Korean uh, Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's gosh. It's just ridiculous. I mean, Ashley, it's ridiculous. It is. You, I, need, I need Chuck Williams to go to sleep right now. He <laughs> is acting up. Oh, but let me, let me just play devil's advocate then, ladies. Knowing no, us as the audience, we know Jihoon's history. Devin knows Jihoon's history even more. Should he? Should she have maybe prepared him a little bit more? Like, hey, can you, knowing that you have to be on top of this man because he's not on top of his game at all, can you go and check out? She shouldn't have to do this, but that's this is the reality. Should she have asked him at least, like, go check out the apartment. Go, you know, make sure things are actually in line. Because I just feel like if you know what you're dealing with, you kind of got to be two steps ahead of the game. Yeah, but the, the thing is, Ashley, she could have done that, but he lied to her. Do you know what I mean? He told her that he's got two jobs. He's going to bring in like seven grand a month, all of this stuff. So he could easily say, yeah, I went and did that when he clearly is not going to do any of it. So yes, she knows her man, but he also lies and acts like he's about to do something. And she believes him every time, and it's not true. He okay. has no money. He has no, he's lying. He's selling dreams. That's what he's doing. He's not selling anything real. It's getting ridiculous. I mean, my God. He just makes, he stresses you out. And I just feel bad that she has a baby. I feel like if she didn't have um, Young with him, I feel like if that wasn't his child, she probably wouldn't even be trying to go this far with everything. Yeah. It's the child that's keeping him together. Because at okay. this point, it's a fool. Yeah. 
All right, so let's move on to the next couple. We have our newest couple, um, Tim, who is 34. He's from Dallas. And Meliza, I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's Meliza. 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 Uh, Melissa. Like, yeah, it's like Melissa, but he says it like May. Melissa. Oh, Melissa. Okay, thanks, yeah. Linda. She's 29. She's from Columbia. So Tim, aka Cheesestick, he's he's a character. Um, he has an emotional support cat that he carries around, seems like everywhere. Um, he was arrested when he was 24 for breaking and entering into cars. Um, he changed his life around, went to college, met Melisa. And um, Melisa actually was working as an au pair. Au pair. I, I wanted to make sure I was saying that correctly. Um, she ended up moving back to Colombia um, after being in the U.S. for a year. Tim, unfortunately, cheated on her with a coworker. So now, as a result of him breaking the trust in the relationship, he's they've decided that it's best for him to move to Colombia um, to basically test the relationship out, show his loyalty to her, and prove himself, and you know, make her know, make her understand that he's serious about her. Um, his friends are over it; they feel like he doesn't deserve her at all. They, they speak fondly of her. And just from the little clip um, that I saw of her, she seemed like a, a nice young lady. So um, do you guys think that Tim is making the right decision by going to Columbia? Like, do you think that this is something that the couple will be able to overcome? Cause infidelity is a common, I guess it's, it's a common thing that happens in relationships, but it also is not easily overcome. So do you think it's worth it for him to move on or not move on, but move to Columbia to try to make this relationship work? First, he needs to even see if she's going to answer the phone when he arrives to the airport, because <laughs> you cheated on her with someone that you work with. And then on top of that, she's so, she's still like, you know, beautiful. she's still young and, She's gambling. I don't know. He needs to see if she'll pick up the phone for real and if how she's feeling because when he shows up at, at the airport, she could well so just like leave him. And it, it just gets iffy. This situation reminds me of Fernanda. I don't know why, but it reminds me of um, Fernanda and Jonathan for some reason. And mm. it's just. Once you cheat on somebody, it's very hard for them to want to move past that. And then on top of that, you cheat on her with your coworker. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how can I trust you? And if you move to Columbia, how do I know you're not going to, you know, whatever job you get there, or if she leaves the house, how does she know she's not going to cheat on you? Mm -hmm. this, he should stay at home. If it was, I think he should just stay at home. <laughs> Linda, what, what are your thoughts? Okay, so first and foremost, Ashley, you know that I had to contact you once I met him. <laughs> right. uh, I have a lot of questions. He he confuses me because okay. I find him, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the way he talks. I don't know if it's like, I, I can feel his nervous energy through the screen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's a weird, like, 
and I don't know if it's because he was keeping that uh, cheating secret or whatever, but there's something about him that doesn't sit well with me. Like, he just gives me this mm. weird vibe. And then the, like, emotional cat that he carries around everywhere, and then he put the cat on a leash. Like, how is that sexy? Like, how is that? <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect to, to cat people out there. I am not personally a cat person. That's probably why I'm not understanding the therapy that this cat is going is giving him and and why he needs to take the cat everywhere don't the cat right. seems stressed that cat looks stressed right and then how is Tim? okay guys i'm just gonna be real you guys are probably gonna beat me up in the comments but i just how is tim the one that's cheating on melissa like how how is that possible because if you put these two together they're like i know it's not all about looks but it's also like I feel like something is off about him and she seemed from the little piece that I saw on the episode she seemed like well-rounded and she seemed like she's Mm. a nice person and he seemed off that's all so Mm. person who was lonely and I don't believe him for one minute saying that he built up this long uh friendship with his co-worker and then they slept together just one time that was you were cheating more than once because you were lonely for a long time so you didn't just wham bam hit it and then bounce and be like okay we're co-workers again no more sleeping together so i have a lot of questions about tim nobody okay. better not cheat on you linda because you're gonna come with the facts <laughs> tim, so, now what, so now what's happening in the live chat what are they what are they saying about it oh gosh some of them are calling him a cheese stick but um, <laughs> Cat Lady, who actually loves cats, says, um, I got creepy vibes from him. Um, someone else Ooh. said, um, Aaron Doffman said, my cat would eat my face over a leash. And then also, um, they're saying, uh, they're just talking about a lot of his cats and stuff. And even... Uh, Nakia Emmanuel said, "What in the cult in Debbie is going on with that cat?" So they <laughs> they've been um, comparing and just calling him a cheese stick as well for some reason. Maybe I missed that in the episode, but that's um, what he calls himself. That's his nickname. Okay, wait, yeah, cheese stick is his nickname, but they're calling him cheat stick. Hashtag oh, cheat stick. Yeah, which is love hilarious. it. See, I want to know from him, what makes you think Cheese Stick is a cute name? You know, usually people have nicknames like, you know, uh, Rob, for sure, for Robert, or like Tim Tim. Ash, for like Ash. Ash, you know, <laughs> something like that. Or Deb Deb, you know, he chooses Cheese Stick. He said because he looks, he's always looked like a Cheese Stick. So that's that's why he has that emotional cat. That's it. That's what I see. So now that's what I'm trying to say. Like, how is that sexy? Cheese stick, emotional cat, cat on a leash, the like whining that he was doing. And I don't know. Something I don't know. Something's off. Okay. Yep. All right. We we gotta see what happens. You are a grown man. And you know who else was what were you saying? You are a grown man. You do not need a name like that. That's something you give like a three-year-old maybe. 
You do not give yourself as a grown man cheese cheese stick. <laughs> All right. Um, can I just say one more thing? Like for someone that's moving yes. in a week, he did not look like he was like paintings were still on the wall. He was like still mm. too comfortable. So like you got a week to move your whole entire life and you're chilling. You're going to the cat store. Right. Okay. Your cat needs something, but you probably need some boxes too. Just saying. Just saying. Pack it up. All right. So let's move on to Kenneth and Armando. Well, we didn't really see much of Armando this episode, but it was more so Kenny or Kenneth. Um, so he has a tearful goodbye situation going on with his family, which was really sad. I was like tearing up watching this this um, part of the episode. So he said goodbye to his kids, said goodbye to his grand uh, grandkids, and everyone's crying. It's just an emotional departure. He gets in the car, breaks down. Um, so I want to ask you, ladies, it just seems like to me as I was watching it that he's giving up a lot to move to Mexico. Like he obviously has this close relationship with his family. They're super loving. Everybody's really, you know, just everybody's together. There's a lot of togetherness with the family. Do you think that this couple will actually stay in Mexico? Or do you think they'll end up moving back to the States? Because I have a feeling that Kenneth is going to get homesick. He was just so emotional about leaving. I don't know how he's going to do with this transition. What did, what did you guys, lady, what did you ladies think about the whole uh, Kenneth departure situation? I think um, they're definitely going to be moving back to the states, states um, soon. Lil Koopy, Lil Koopy is so cute. And he's I so mean, cute. I don't know how he's going to miss that. Like, how can you leave that face forever? It's going to be hard. So I think um, they're probably just going to like fill it out maybe for a year, maybe six months. But I think especially when the virus is, you know, calms down a little bit, I think they're going to move back to the states. Yeah, and, I kind of see that happening. I think he was smart for keeping his house too. For yeah, his, you know, for his family and everything. So, Linda, what what were your thoughts? Um, I I don't know. I don't think I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think that uh, his children are grown. I think that first of all, I love this couple so much. I love the true emotion of them, and I I love the fact that he's like close to his family and all of that stuff. So I just want to mm -hmm. put that out there. But I also think that his his children are adults um and Armando's daughter is still a child and I think that they're probably going to spend some significant time in Mexico first I wouldn't be surprised if they started a business out there together and grew it and maybe spent like three to five years there um and once the daughter is older then move back to the United States um, but I don't see that happening right away. I think that they're going to, I think he, he gave up so much and right. he's willing to make it work and his kids are grown already. And I think that it's easier for the adults to come visit him once um, he's all set up and situated versus, you know, them coming back to the U.S. So I think they're going to be there for a minute, for sure. You know, I love the couple. I love the couple. Like, I'm, it's like they're a breath of fresh air every time. I see them and I just want to mention one more time that Kenneth is seven or 74, 57, 57. He looks amazing. His style is on point. He should teach a class, all of it. 
You know, you know something that's crazy? And they're talking about this in the live chat too. Where was he driving to? I thought about that while I was watching the episode. I was like, is he gonna park his car to in 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 the like long-term parking? Like, what's the plan here? Maybe that was just for optics. Maybe like, he's driving to, maybe driving to Mexico. Really? Oh. You can cross He did have a guys. box. He maybe did have a box. Maybe he's driving to Mexico because he's bringing bringing all his stuff in the in the trunk. Who knows? Yeah, uh, it's not like yeah. I did. I did see that box there. So he could be driving. So he has his car there, right? Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Good point, Linda. Good point. All he right, does so use let's... Clinique, by the way. He does. I saw some Clinique in the in that uh, box. He uses oh. Clinique on his face. That box so, of products, I, I need to know exactly what's in it. Because when I'm yeah. thinking, I want to be flawless. We need to, yeah, we need to level up on our product game, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, so let's move on to Ariella and Binyam. So we see Ariella and her mother, they're en route to Ethiopia. Um, and we got to meet Binyam this episode. Uh, very interesting background. He lives in a one-bedroom house with his brother and his sister-in-law. He actually lost his parents at a young age due to some unknown illness. Um, he's the baby of the family, which I was like, okay, that's probably where the nickname baby came from. Um, so everyone takes care of him. Uh, despite him being of the baby of the family, you guys, he's an MMA fighter. He's a personal trainer, club dancer, and recording artist, so he has a lot of jobs. Um, but his friends are now expressing concern to him about Binyam engaging with another American woman, basically. Um, his previous marriage lasted four years to uh, an American lady. Uh, she got pregnant with their son after they dated for like, or after they were together for like eight or nine months. And she ended up being she ended up leaving and going back to America with the son he doesn't have a relationship with the son at this point and they his friends explicitly expressed that they are concerned that Binyam will end up in the same position again um despite all that he said he wants to propose to her when she arrives overall thoughts about Binyam ladies and will this courtship uh with Ariella be a big mistake like is he is this a trend with him like wh what do we see happening with this situation ladies Linda you go first I feel like you're itching to say go ahead <laughs> I mean I'll say this uh the question is what did I what did I think of Binyam I, yeah what I, do you think of this whole situation I think he's a scrub I'm sorry, but like which part of him is, and not because of the situation, because you say you have like four jobs, but which job is the job that is paying the bills mm. or the couch that you're sleeping on at your brother's house? So mm -hmm. are you paying through the personal training? Are you paying through the dancing at the club? Like how many days of the day, a week are you doing that? Are you the MMA and you just started like a a rap or a singing career or music career or whatever and I don't know if I can personally take another baby 
like baby anything, baby cool, baby whatever. I, I don't know if I can take another one all season because if that snippet of music that he played was his best work, um, I I have some questions. I I I I is what I what I'll say about that. Um, he was passionate. He was passionate about that song. He was passionate and, about it though. And he was, but passion doesn't pay the bills when you got two kids. I'm sorry, it does not. <laughs> I just and I also think it's red flags when your friends immediately say, I hope you're not repeating your bad pattern of behavior. You meet the American girl, six, he said six to eight months, which, you know, two months is a big difference. So was it six months or was it eight months? Um, and then you got married and you were married for four years. And then for whatever reason, you bow, she bounced. Um, and now you meet this girl and you've known her for not a lot of time. And again, pregnant. And again, like how she's moving to Ethiopia. How are you going to support her? Because she's not going to be able to work. Not only her, but the baby that you have on the way. Like, what's that look like? I don't know, guys. I just have a lot of questions. And, and I just think that maybe instead of focusing on his new music career, he should focus on, like, a nine-to-five. Mm. Dang. Ah! Well, in the chat, um, I do want to shout out May. I hope I'm saying your name right, May. Uh, she said, a dancer, a rapper. And a fighter and an MMM, MMA fighter, he is unemployed. <laughs> then Nakia, <laughs> Nakia Emanuel said, You got four jobs and sleeping on a couch, something ain't adding up. So, the same thing, um, like I said, you know, baby girl, baby boy, he's probably baby boy, okay? And him, Lee, and hopefully Soja Boy, Soja Boy can do a song together. Maybe that's going to be a hit single um, in the U.S. <laughs> It'll hit the charts, iTunes, um, and Google Play. But honestly, I think this is just also something that doesn't make sense. Why you want to have a child, number one, in Ethiopia, and they don't have the same medicine. They don't have the same of anything. And the man isn't making any money. Like someone said in the chat, um, they said Ji-Hoon number two. And that's the truth. I mean, you're not making any. How do you, I've never seen anybody make, have so many jobs except for Tommy from Martin. We never knew his job. But with, with <laughs> this man, we, we know his job and it's no money. It's no income. And can I just. Maybe he, Piggyback on that, his, the first thing he said was he was the youngest and everyone takes care of him. And when you right. have that mentality where, like Jihoon, where everyone's taking care of you, then what what's your incentive to actually go and do something for yourself, right? You don't man you don't up. You it. never you man up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's 29 years old. It's not like he's 21. You're 29 with no place of your own and no real job. And you have one bedroom. One bedroom. And you expect people to take care of you, which I think it's not a, not okay. And when Definitely he said not. that they fell on the bed, that I laid, I had to lay out. Like you said, what? You did what? You you laid on the bed. You fell on the bed. Okay. Hmm. Where is the W two? That's what I want to know. Where 
Where where's the tax forms? Where's the money? Because even if someone is taking care of you, you should have some you don't even have ten dollars, you don't even have fifty dollars. I think I would I not for myself, ladies, but if he I would feel a little bit better if he, you know, was taking care of all his life, yada yada yada, but he still has some money. You don't have money and you're not and you're having a child, it's it, it it's not it. It's not it. Mm-hmm. And, I want to know uh, what the other American want. Like, I really want to know what his ex is like. I need to know. And Maybe I'm just going to throw this up there as well. He mentioned how uh, Ariella was one of the, like, was different than his ex because he, she really took care of him. She really takes care of him, really believes in him. And you guys, let's keep in the back of our mind that we don't know what she does, but we know that her, her dad is a doctor and her mom is a nurse. And so I'm just going to put lay that out there. So perhaps mm. someone is supporting someone and he's living that life. And, and I have more about that in News and Gossip. All right. Before we get into News and Gossip, we have our, our special segment. And this week is going to be a trivia game that we're going to be playing. So now I have the questions. Yes. So are you ready? Yes, I'm so excited okay. for you guys. So you guys have been going in the chat crazy, so continue to go crazy, and let's see who knows their facts the most. So we're going to do some Ethiopia trivia. So our first question is this about Ethiopia, guys. Which of these products plays a key role in the economy of Ethiopia and was the first originated as a use in religious practices and ceremonies? One, or A is teas. B is spoons, C, pottery, or D, coffee. All right. Should we, should we answer, Linda? Yeah, I mean, you guys come on and my, answer, too. Okay. So my thing was either, my answer for this was either pottery or coffee, but I can't make a choice. I couldn't make a choice initially. Linda, what did you say? And then I, I think Ethiopia and I think teas. So I don't mm. know. You think teas or what else? That's it. Oh, okay, T. Yeah. Okay. The guys, guys in the live chat? Uh, oh, the live chat is saying D, D, C, coffee, A, T, C, D, coffee. What was, what was uh, C? So the answer is coffee, D. D. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I was on the fence with that one. It's so, you know, it's okay. I think I got hope. I got hoping you on this one though, Ashley. I know you're going to get this one. This one is Ethiopia takes us as much, takes um, us as much land mass as the U.S. state or two times this Ethiopian country. Would this be California in France, A, Mm -hmm. B, Texas in Spain, C, Germany in Texas, or D? France and Texas. I'm going to say A. A, okay. What about you, Linda? Uh, I'm sorry. I was in the live chat looking at this nonsense. What are my choices again? (laughs) (laughs) A, California and France. So Ethiopia takes us as much, takes up as much land mass as the U.S. as the U.S. state or two times the, the European country. So how much land do you basically think Ethiopia is? California and France, yep. Texas and Spain, 
is B, C, Germany and Texas, or D, France and Texas? Everyone's saying A. Yeah, I'm going to go with Lisa Morris, 1966, and say France and Texas. France and Texas. That's the answer. Is that A? That is France and Texas is D. Oh, okay. What's her name, Lisa? Thank you for the right answer, Lisa Morris, 1966. And we'll do our last question, which is on 90 Day Fiance. Now, all of you guys in the live chat, I know you're going to get it right because you guys are the super fans and you guys catch every detail. So on 90 Day Fiance, how did Ariella and Binyam meet? A, a restaurant, B, at a theme park, C, while waiting for a cab, D, they work together in Ethiopia. What do you guys think? Waiting for the cab. Waiting for the cab. C, C. Oh, it's okay, Gene. Gene Wilson said, I was never good on tests. (laughs) 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 They Uh were... Waiting for a cab. Well, All ladies, right. you know, your your next boot might be waiting for you while you're getting your Uber or your Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should never be your Uber driver. That always freaks me out. Like, wait, what? Can you just drive, please? <laughs> All right. So let's. I think it's time for us to dive into news and gossip, Linda. I know you have some juicy tea for us tonight. So guys, there is a little bit of tea, but this week was kind of slow, so I'm going to do also fun facts thrown in there, um, okay. because there was just, for the other way cast members, there was some stuff, a little bit of tea, but there was big tea everywhere else. So I'm going to start with uh, June. So June, as you guys know, uh, we reported previously, had really shut down his Um, social media presence because he felt he was getting bullied and he just didn't like the response and you know us 90 day fans can be very um fantastical and so I think it was a little bit for him um and so what's happened is he's kind of slowly making his way back to um social media and specifically Instagram so he took to his Instagram and I wanted to play this first a uh, clip from his Instagram from his page because it, it shows two things. So let's go ahead and take a look at that clip. Okay, so in the clip, um, he is on his bike, and so we can assume that he is working his side gig, and his side gig. Uh, is a delivery driver. Uh, The second thing we learn about him is that he is not impressed with the rain. He does not like the rain whatsoever. Um, And so he's complaining about it and he calls himself the rain man, which I think is hilarious. So uh, yeah, he calls himself the rain man because he's out there on his little scooter doing his in the rain in the rain exactly exactly well hopefully he can make it rain very soon with some money facts 
Um, and then he also took to his Instagram shortly right after that, and he posted a bathroom selfie. So perhaps he's on break from his job and quickly had to like, you know, re-up. I don't know, but uh, it's the first time that we're actually seeing like a little cute selfie just him um, on his social media. So shout out to Jihoon, really trying to make some things happen uh, this season. Wanted to move on to Kenneth. From Kenneth and Armando, Armando, we love Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth was really taken to, like, I'm just impressed with him all the way around. So he posted on his Instagram, uh, happy birthday to Tim. And you guys remember Tim from the other 90 Day franchise. It's his birthday. So happy birthday. Shout out to Tim. Uh, but what I thought was the meme was hilarious. The meme says the fountain of youth and Tim has a bunch of boxes. Or excuse me, um, Kenneth has a bunch of boxes that he's handing over to Tim. And it's funny because we remember on Tim's uh, episodes, him with the gold underleaf eye patch things that everyone was clowning him about. Do you remember that, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So Tim is now, he kind of has a partner in crime with products and, and face care and beauty care and all of that stuff. So I, I think that maybe Tim was onto something and, you know, when Tim is 57, like Kenneth, maybe perhaps he's going to look as good. It's going to be having that glowing skin just like Kenneth does. Um, moving on, Armando. Armando did a Q&A on Instagram and uh, asked, was asked, does Hannah go to a bilingual school as well? And he answered, she just started this year. So I think it's a super cute photo. She's in her little uniform and they're like book shopping. And I just love how positive this couple seems to be mm -hmm. and, the, and the images that they portray like family first and love first and all of that stuff. So, so shout out to Armando uh, for teaching his daughter a second language. And then now the TT. Okay. So, guys, we uh, got introduced to Binyam this episode, and a lot of the viewers were starting to have like red flags and warning signs because they saw similar patterns. So first you're seeing married American before, he um, got American pregnant before, and then he's not part of that child's life anymore, as he said that he hasn't um, the child doesn't know him anymore. So fast forward, we have Ariella in the picture. Same thing has happened. So fans are like, why is he doing this again? Uh, could he be using Ariella for a green card for to come over to America? Now I want to post, I want you guys to see this photo uh, that he posted um, to his social media. And it's him behind uh, Ethiopian flag. And it says, uh, one of my proudest moments when I won my first MMA fight in America. I can't wait to be back at it. So, <laughs> if you put two and two together, and he's trying to be this big MMA star, and he wants to be an MMA star here in America where MMA is huge, I don't know, you guys. You do the math, and you tell me what you think. Is he really, like, in it to win it, or is he in it to um kind of you know kickstart his mma career and the fans are also concerned about this new 
music career and they're really making comparisons to Usman and his singing rap career and putting those two together. Again, we all know that Soldier Boy wanted to come over to America and be a big rap star. And so there are too many similarities people are saying and the red flags are there. So guys, we'll see what happens between the two of them, but fans are not buying it and the sleuths are out there and sending stuff. And I just think like, if he really wants to be an MMA star, America's where it's at, right? That's what I see. That's the news and gossip, guys. All right. Thank you, Linda. That's that's juicy. Yeah, I think that. Oh, yes. Okay, guys, I have two fun things. It was not news okay. and gossip. It's more like uh, me just being amused by memes. So uh, someone put together a meme, and it was posted on social media at Frauded by TLC. So the picture of Benjamin from Benjamin and Akini, plus the picture of Colt from Colt and Larissa equals the picture of Tim, who we just met this episode. Uh, um, I think the tag says, where's the lie? Yeah. I, I mean, where oh, it's an equation. It's an equation. Yes. <laughs> Benjamin plus Colt equals Kim. Where's the lie? Facts. This is crazy. They threw it back. That's how they... I'm telling you. Internet sleuth. I love it. Um, and then last but not least, another meme that really cracked me up today. Uh, so Alicia, who is Devin's mom, posted or reposted a 90-day tweet, and uh, it says, Devin's mom would like to speak to the manager of South Korea. Hashtag 90-day fiancé. Hashtag 90-day fiancé the other way. Um, and I got to tell you, like, this is such a typical American move to be like, I want to talk to the manager. Um, so I just thought it was funny, and she thought it was funny too because she was acting a, a running amok and a true mess uh, when she first got to Korea. That's true. She did have that. I want to speak to the manager energy. Yes, she sure <laughs> did. Yes, she sure did. All right, Linda, thank you so much for that news and gossip. And for those of you that don't know, Linda and I do the weekly, the 90 day weekly news and gossip show on Wednesdays at uh, 10 p.m. So make sure you guys join us. And that's 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as well. So um, the live chat's always popping on that show as well. So we'll see you guys tomorrow doing that. But really quick predictions, ladies, for next week. What do we think is going to happen? Sana, I will start with you. I think next episode is going to get spicier. I think we're going to see more, hopefully, from Brittany and Yaz, and I hope to see more of them. And I do think that Jihoon is going to try to, like, find a job real quick. I think he's just going to try to find something out of the spur of the moment. It could pay five cents an hour. He doesn't care as long as he has something to prove with a paycheck stub to them. Uh, my quick prediction is I think that uh, 
Armando's parents are really going to be accepting of him and Kenneth when they first arrive. They're going to be sad that their son is moving, but I think that they're going to like love him through it. If if how we're seeing this progress is consistent, mm-hmm. um, I also do want us to shout out the live chat. We've got like eighty-seven, almost ninety people in the yes. live chat right now. Shout them out! Let's shout them out! Yes. We got to shout, I mean, you guys always go crazy every week. I love that. This is one of my favorite after shows. Don't tell my other one. Um, but <laughs> our 90 day family is solid. Yeah, we I are. I love you guys. And thank you for welcoming, welcoming me on this panel. So shout out to Nakia Emanuel, Raydella Lewis, Barb King, Annabelle, Raina, Jules. Jules been going crazy in the chat too. Um, Jean Welsom, shout out to Beloved, shout out to Aaron Dockman as well. Um, Sel Wonk, um, always very loyal. May as well. Um, so just shout out to all of you guys because you guys have been going crazy in the chat. Yes, make sure you guys give us a thumbs up if you have not already done so. Give us a thumbs up on this video. Make sure you subscribe to our After Buzz TV reality channel if you have not already done so we have tons of other channels for you guys to uh subscribe to as well um and before we log off i do want to make sure everybody knows where to find you ladies linda where can everybody find you guys all across social media at linda so girly i love hitting hearing from you and you guys hitting me up and all that great stuff I have some juicy, 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 juicy news and gossip for tomorrow. So make sure you tune in because it is, I mean, this week, I always say it's wild, but this week has been extra wild. Um, and guys, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to come join us, join the festivities and share the link and all of that stuff so that we can just continue to grow our wonderful 90 day family. Yes. So now where can everybody find you? Yes, you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore Sana underscore that's S-A-N-A and on Twitter as well as I am underscore Sana and don't forget Black Lives Matter today, tomorrow, and forever and we still yeah. have to work hard to get Breonna Taylor's killers in jail. Yes, and I actually, I actually meant to have that phone number ready tonight and I dropped the ball but I will have it ready for tomorrow night where everybody can call and encourage uh the powers that be to make sure her killers get prosecuted you guys can find me on instagram at ms ashley marie and on twitter at ashley marie 0422 thank you all for joining us tonight we love you we enjoy your your banter and your funny comments and uh we will see you guys tomorrow Bye, guys. Have a good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.